Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to our 78th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion, and this week we decided to have some bourbon. Some America bourbon. America. <laughs> My shirt represents the brand. Yes, it does. Uh, we actually, you know, we heard about this through our our good friends at Grunt Style. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't, I don't know how they're actually connected to it, because it's like, it's not made by them. Yeah, I know. Um, but we, we've been wanting to try it for a while because we saw it on their website. Yeah, we, we saw it on their website like a couple y- yeah, years ago, a couple I years ago. Say. And I think at the time we looked at trying to get it and for some reason we couldn't. Well, it was because at the time, Oklahoma, you couldn't, um, you couldn't, you had they to go couldn't. directly for, through a distributor or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like they couldn't deliver it d- directly to your home. Mm-hmm. You ha- yeah, you had to go through, you had to have a middleman, I yeah. guess. Well, this is a small batch. It's what do you think? It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I it like is pretty it. good. I mm-hmm. like it a lot. Yeah, it was funny because yeah. I'd I'd gotten one of their shirts mm-hmm. a while back. Oh, I know. Yeah. And I wore it to our our tasting our first tasting event that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've worn it on here too. Yeah, I think you may have. But wanted to get a new one, mm-hmm. and you got a yeah. Your cute little whiskey, whiskey makes, makes me makes frisky. Me Ain't that the truth? <laughs> drink to that. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's what we're having to drink. Um, we're just having it neat tonight and it's, yeah, it's really good. It's pretty smooth. Mm. I like it. It didn't have a Uh whole lot of bite or a kick in the chest kind of afterburner. Oh, it did a little bit, like at first, I think. Probably because you took a huge chug. No, I didn't take a huge chug. (laughs) (laughs) No. But. It smells really good. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. really good. It's got a really good caramel color to it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Pick you up a bottle. I'm, I'm pretty it's, pleased. Well, if if they sell it, well, and that's well, we yeah, got it. We ended up finding. Yeah, we ended up finding it. Like one liquor store in our area uh-huh. had it, and we just like, oh shoot, look, there it is. There it is. Let's uh-huh. get it. Yeah. So we've been holding on to it for a couple of weeks, ready to to bust it to out. try it out. Uh-huh. It's it's really good. It's not disappointing. Mm-mm. So um, this week we are going to be talking about the right type of communication is key. Mm-hmm. Um. We, I mean, you hear it all the time that communication is key, and <clears throat> we wanted to talk about communication. Yep. But before we get started with that, Seth has his dumbass post of the week. It's very fitting to the topic at hand. Um, this one said, being married is like having a best friend that doesn't listen to anything you have to say. And this is probably the same couple that will brag about how great that the communication yeah, is. Yeah, good communication. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So that is exactly the opposite of good communication. Uh That's the exact opposite of communication, period. Right. Um, But, I mean, you you see this, once again, kind of tongue-in-cheek little... Funny little thing. I'm funny. I'm not alone. You know, yeah, exactly. And I would have thought this was funny in my previous relationship Mm -hmm. because... He didn't listen. He didn't listen. And I just felt like I wasn't heard. So, Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it's very relatable. Yeah. If you're with that type of person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and once again, that's what, it is normal 
because so many bad partners are like that. And so when you see something like that, and you're like, oh, my partner doesn't listen, and I found this on the internet, or one of my other girlfriends shared this, Mm -hmm. because let's be honest, this is a woman talking about her man. Oh, yeah. This Uh is not a man post Uh at all. Well, and, and like, I mean, the dudes, you're, you know, I, most guys, a lot of guys are like that, though, Mm -hmm. and, you know... Women are typically very good listeners. Uh-huh. They they have very good memories from the conversations. They they remember very key details. They're they're pretty detail oriented when it comes to conversation, mm-hmm. um, and they they give undivided attention to a conversation much better than most men do. Yeah, um, I think it's because I think it's because they're smarter and they probably have a, a better brain than than guys. But yeah, you typically see it very lopsided. That mm-hmm. the the woman is is a very good listener. Um, just because you're a good listener, though, does not mean you're a good communicator. No, huh? at all. No, that's that's not what that means. But I, I think that this is just one of those things that so many people can relate to because they have a dumbass husband that doesn't listen. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. retain anything. That oh, I have to tell him all the time. I have to repeat myself and repeat <laughs> myself and repeat myself. And you know, is it normal? Yeah. Is it, it, is. is it good? I no. Know. I know. Should you settle for that? No. Uh huh. Yeah, I know. I know. Clean the wax out. Pay, I know. pay the fuck attention and listen to your partner. <laughs> I, I don't. I just. I, I. I don't get it. I know. You know. Well, I. I know. <laughs> this, it's kind of funny, but like you with you saying this, I'm sure that our our friend our friend Sean our neighbor. He he doesn't remember a whole lot. Well, he listens. He listens. He listens very intently. Yeah, but, but he doesn't remember, and so <laughs> he's probably going to be like, "Oh, you're talking about he's got, about me." He's got. I've diagnosed him with early onset Alzheimer's. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Sean, we're not talking about you. But yeah, um, we're not saying you're a good listener. Yeah, <laughs> you you need to you need to. Um, do something about your little memory, though. <laughs> um, so yeah, communication, though. You know, we wanted to. We've we've talked about it in previous episodes that mm-hmm. um, how important it is. Yeah. Well, I, I remember like it was. It, it kept going back to like the communication thing mm-hmm. in one of the episodes, and it was like, well, yeah, I guess we. You know, we do agree with the communication is key. Yeah. Thing, but well, and and that's we've used that cliche statement on here multiple mm-hmm. times, and it's it it's kind of it's kind of in the point where that that statement of communication is key is just this this broad net of oh, what's your problem? Oh, well, you know, communication's key, mm-hmm. and I get it. I'm, I don't think it's the fix all, but I do. I mean, I, I'm not disagreeing how important it is. But I think that the end listener or user or whoever is receiving that advice doesn't understand what type of communication is key. Yeah. I, and I, th- I think I've said it on here um, before, but my ex and I would have both boasted that well, we, we're great communicators. We communicate in our relationship all the time. Mm-hmm. And just because you talk to your partner... That's not what we mean by the right communication. And that's not what that statement of communication is key means. No. It's not having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Is, does that have to take place? Well, yeah, of course, no shit. Mm-hmm. But that's not 
that's not what it means by the right and the most effective and successful type of communication. Yeah. Just because you're talking and having a conversation uh-huh. doesn't mean you're good communicators. Right. Uh-huh. I know. And we've even said before, like, <laughs> fighting doesn't, mm-hmm. doesn't, uh, isn't the same as communicating. Right. Yeah. And then there's some things that, that people lump into that, that barrel of we're good communicators or even the personal touch. I'm a good communicator mm-hmm. because I share my opinion about everything. Uh-huh. I, I don't have a lot of room to talk because I have my own podcast <laughs> where I get to share my opinion every week. <laughs> right. But that's not why someone can label themselves a good communicator. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I'm very knowledgeable about a subject, and so I'm always spilling that useless knowledge. That doesn't make you a good communicator. Right. Fighting, arguing with one another, doesn't mean you have good, effective communication uh, in your, well, argue, in your like, relationship. And I think that like when people, you know, because people fight, and... Then they make up, and mm-hmm. I think that they think because we made up, we yeah. we, we worked out our problems. And, yeah, and we actively communicated or something. Yeah. And when it really it wasn't that at right. all. And yeah, they need to they need to effectively communicate before it gets to the fighting. Right, and then that that is actual good communication. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and most of the time that would result in not having a fight at all exactly yeah i mean most of the fight if you start tracing that fight back to its root is how did this manifest as an issue or a problem or a pet peeve or whatever it is it probably started off by a lack of communication about what the real problem was what really bothered you and and you can take that to to a detailed extreme of I've been married for five years. I just want to smother my husband in his sleep because he will not stop snoring. Mm-hmm. Well, the first night you two slept in a bed, he probably snored. Yeah. And you didn't say anything about it. <laughs> you didn't communicate how the problem was, how this was going to negatively impact your relationship and your sleep and how it was a problem for you and it could be a problem for him. You just let it go, let it go until it finally manifested and mm-hmm. you explode. Yeah. Um, and you can apply that same theory or analogy to all kinds of things, you know, lack of sex, lack of whatever, mm-hmm. because it initially started off with one of you identified, I'm not happy with this, mm-hmm. but I don't want to bring it up. So once you make a decision to say, oh, it's easier just to not bring it up instead of fight about it, you have made the decision that you suck at communication. Yeah, I know. Whatever the problem is, no matter how difficult, how nuanced it is, how mundane it is, if you have decided to, well, it's just not worth bringing up, you're not a good communicator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Communication starts by not repressing your issues within your own relationship. Yeah. Uh-huh. And gotta, with your partner. You gotta let it all out. Yeah. When, um, at the moment, it happens. Um, so, yeah, we wanted to just kind of let you guys know the different things that you should be communicating about. And, um, I don't know, just how how your daily life could even, you know, be with communicating. Mm-hmm. And including your... Your actual day, you know, talking to your partner about their day and your day. Yeah. I mean, and and the the really intent behind this is is to identify those key things that should, if you're discussing these, those are all facets of being in a good communicative relationship. Mm -hmm. You're having good communication. You're having open communication. If you're 
actively and consistently discussing what we are going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. And these are, you know, we're not doing a, you know, a 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 type of list. But these, these or are... Or what's better, one's better than the yeah, other. Yeah, there's not one that's better or holds weight more than the other. But these these are really good key things that should be involved in your continual communication with your partner. Mm-hmm. Um to promote good communication and to have continued great communication, or if you aren't doing it, to start communicating more effectively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, like I said, you're talking to your partner about your day and and asking them about their day. Mm-hmm. It's not just about you, you know, you, you know, unloading all of everything that happened to you at work or whatever. It's... Wanting to tell your partner these things, yes, mm-hmm. but also wanting to listen to your partner tell you about their day as well. Yeah, I mean, like most of the things that we've we've covered on here, almost everything we've covered, this this ha- as well has to be a two way street. Mm-hmm. You you can be the best communicator in the world, but if you're married to someone that's not, you don't have good communication Mm-mm. in your relationship. Um, so, if you're in that position, unfortunately for you. This has to be a two-way street, um, and, and everything should be reciprocated, and everything should be an open forum conversation. It shouldn't be one-sided. It shouldn't be one of you always bringing it up. Mm-hmm. It should be both of you can carry the conversation about that piece. Mm-hmm. It should be, like you said, oh, here's what happened in my day. You can unload. You can vent. You can express your frustration, but you have to leave room for the conversation for your partner to do the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I think that making it a point to ask about your partner's day and then actively listen. Don't wait to talk, but actively listen about what they have to say about the day. Once again, no matter how nuanced, how mundane, how irrelevant it may be to you, that's a big piece of taking those easy daily steps on having effective communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, I know. And it doesn't have to start when you get home. It's That's as simple as sending a text in the morning, I hope you have a great day. Yeah. And at lunch, how's your day going? Uh-huh. Or if you know your partner's going through something that day, oh, I've got a presentation today or I've got uh-huh. a meeting, What a follow-up, hey, how did your presentation go today? Yeah. You know, and, and so it doesn't have to be sitting down at the dinner table. And talk, and actually, yeah, yeah I know. everybody's busy. We, 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 so, I, I say we, and I mean you all, we don't deal with this, mm-hmm. but a lot of people out there don't have a lot of FaceTime with their partner. Mm-hmm. And so you have to be able to effectively communicate via text messaging, via quick conversations on the phone, via yeah. email or IM or whatever it is when you communicate with your partner throughout the day. You need to make sure that you're not ignoring them mm-hmm. throughout the day. Make time. I, I understand that people are busy, and unless you have one of those jobs where you have no access to any electronics all day, mm-hmm. you don't have an excuse. I know. And even those people, you get a break. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, I know, because I know there's people that they're not supposed to have. Yeah. You, on most jobs, I would say, you're not supposed to have your phone near you or yeah or be on it all the time yeah and and most people break that rule (laughs) yeah i mean if you're if you're taking a break if you get a break from work you take a break and you step outside or you go everybody goes to the bathroom and i believe everybody takes their phone to the bathroom yeah so that would be a prime time to send that little text or or whatever it is but even if you're taking that break if you're not texting your spouse on your 30 minute break or your hour-long lunch but you're 
watching YouTube and catching up on everything else, mm-hmm. you, you just set a priority on I know. Oh, who's what's, what's more important. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. take those little steps, take those little efforts and those little opportunities throughout the day to start building that communication about their day mm-hmm. and about your day. And, and it doesn't always <clears throat> have to be a question about their day. It's okay to be like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to tell you this whole story. And that yeah. was one of the things that you would do. I would do. <laughs> yeah. It was always kind of fun to lay, give a little teaser of you will not believe what so-and-so did today uh-huh. or what I found out. <laughs> yeah. I'll call you later or mm-hmm. we'll talk about it tonight. And because that builds anticipation and then your partner is, and we'll, we'll kind of hit on this here in a little bit as mm-hmm. well, but your partner's like, well, they're waiting for the communication to begin. Yeah. But what happened? What's going uh-huh. on? Um, so th- those are easy, fun things to make sure you're doing throughout the day. Yeah. I mean, and I think just like you just said, they're easy. It's a, it's a easy, simple way to, to actively mm-hmm. communicate with your partner. Yeah. It, and I mean, keep it fun and keep it simple. It's, yeah. it's not hard. <laughs> Uh, but but what but it, it what what is hard? Jeez, I can't talk. Spit it out. <laughs> but what is hard is sometimes talking about your problems. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned it a little a little bit ago about you know being able to talk about your problems with your partner and and you know from the very beginning of you having that problem. Mm-hmm. Yes, you need to. You need to discuss those things right away. Yeah. Like you said. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I think that... I think that... I, I really believe that if you look at a lot of the stuff that we've talked about in other episodes, or even the, the list of what we're going to kind of go over today, <clears throat> if, some of those other, if some of those are in place, I, I think the talking about your problems may work itself out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because you know, I, I don't really think that there's that many couples out there that have such a unique problem that they're the only ones going through it. Mm-hmm. That they're the only ones that have ever been in there. Even the person that's shaking their head no and saying, no, you don't understand. Ours is that different. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, someone else is going through that, yeah. or if not worse. Right. And there shouldn't be anything that's off limits to discuss. Mm-hmm. If you start to see problems arise in your relationship, you don't have a boss coming in and sitting you two down to say, hey, we're going to have a conflict resolution. Now, I guess you can get that if you go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. But a lot of times, by the time somebody decides that they need to go to therapy, then they try to talk their partner into it. It's, I don't want to say it's too late, but it's heading down that path mm-hmm. or it could be. So you have to be able to be each other's and your own for your own relationship's sake the expert at conflict resolution. Yeah, I know. Well, a, a few weeks ago, we Seth and I were um, at an event, and we were talking to this guy, and you know, talking to him about this, the podcast, and everything, and and he was like agreeing with like everything that we had to say and all that. But then he was like, you know, he wanted advice to to mm-hmm. know like what to do. <clears throat> what do I do when if, you know, my, my wife tells me that she has a problem and all this, mm-hmm. he says, you know, I am the type of person that I just want to solve that problem. Yeah. When she's talking about a problem at work. Yeah. Or something like that. And He's I'll tell fixer. her what to do. Yeah. yeah. And, 
you know, I guess it's knowing what your partner, how your partner wants you to respond or if they want you to help, Mm -hmm. you know. Right. Um, But, yeah, I, I mean, I thought that it was interesting that he... That he brought that up, though. Well, and he recognized it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that that's, yeah, that that's was a big, big step. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of men don't recognize that they do that. And then when they do, they try to just play it off like, well, I'm a guy. I have to fix everything. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people think that that's a noble response mm-hmm. um, to someone laying their problem out, especially their partner, when... It's not, mm-hmm. and and you shouldn't be immediately jumping to that type of conclusion, um, you know. And and I think when we were talking to him about that, and and he was discussing it, it was really just kind of some of the stuff we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. It's it's really it's ask the question. Yeah. Well, that sucks. I mean, what? Jeez. Do you know what you want to do about it? Mm-hmm. Do you want my opinion on what I would do about it? Mm-hmm. Or you know, I've never been in that exact situation, but I've been in. This. In this, uh-huh. you know, do you want to hear that story, you know? And and I think it's it's okay to ask permission mm-hmm. of your partner of what to say next. Yeah. Instead of just blindly assuming that they want this type of response from you. Um, but I would almost, I don't know if I'd say argue, but I would almost think that someone at least responding with a fixer-upper type of response is better than no response at all. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I think that it depends on... On the problem and the person? <laughs> yeah, on both people, really. Because, you know, you could get irritated mm-hmm. at your partner for yeah for being the know-it-all, I guess. Well, and, and you know, you, you even you even step outside of, of this to deal with straight relationships. And, and this is something that everybody deals with with people outside of their own relationship, whether yeah. it's coworkers or friends or, or just that know-it-all person mm-hmm. um, who always, I don't want to say that they create a problem to fix it, but anytime they, they, you know, you, you just may be sharing a story of, oh, you know what happened. Oh, I know. Then it has to be, well, here's what you should have done and here's how you should have handled it. And I went through this and, I, and it's like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, I'm not asking you to fix this for me or tell me how to fix it. I was just sharing an experience with you. And, and sometimes it's like, it feels like they're almost like trying to one-up you. Yes. And 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 it may not, they may not really be that type of person that is trying to one-up you, mm-hmm. but sometimes it comes off oh, that yeah, way. Oh yeah, it comes off that way and that's how it's received. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something people have to watch out for a lot. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And, and with your partner, you you know, you tend to, to be more open with them and you're like, you don't want, you don't want something like that to, to, you know, I guess, you know, put something bad on your relationship Mm -hmm. and just like you said, you know, kind of, kind of get feelers out, you know, and, um, and just make sure, you know, you know what you're, partner wants to hear from you or not hear from you right if they if they're just venting Mm -hmm. to you and they they just want you to listen and a lot of times ask a lot of questions is the best response Mm -hmm. oh man what what, did you talk to anybody else at work about that Mm -hmm. oh what did he say or what did she say Mm -hmm. oh did you talk to your supervisor you know I, i think that asking questions 
is it's it's a great way to keep the conversation going. It's mm-hmm. a great way to kind of fact find, and it may lead down the path of the answer of I just don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And until you hear that, I would refrain from giving my Advice. two cents on how to fix the whole thing. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Exactly. I know. You know. Uh huh. Yeah. Another like problem type thing that people. It seems like people have a hard time talking about, and I I don't understand why, but finances. Yeah. Finances is a, a huge thing that you absolutely need to talk to your partner about. I, I get amazed at the amount of couples that we hear about who had big financial secrets from one another. Yeah. And I'm like, how the hell did that even... How did you pull that off? I know. I know. Really, though. I mean, how, how did you, you know, blow all of your money from savings at in Atlantic City over the weekend? I mean, how, how does... I don't even understand how that happens. Mm-hmm. And what kind of weak-ass individual would you head down that path in the first place? But even logistically... <laughs> How were you able to do that and then have to... It's not that your partner caught you. You did it and then came clean to your partner. Uh-huh. I know. I mean, I, I just... I don't understand that process of even getting to well, that Well, I, I think that that's so fucking stupid. Oh, yeah. Like, really, person? Did you... You really thought that... Well, I guess they, you know, they could get away with it for so long. hmm And then finally get caught. Yeah. But there's also people that they don't share their information at all with their partner, have separate separate bank accounts. Yeah. And well, one of the things, I mean, I know my, my mom has said before, like she never knew what was in the account mm-hmm. and things like that at all. She never knew how much money was in the account and all that stuff. Um, and I think that, you know, and I've heard that same type of thing from stay-at-home moms, Mm -hmm. where the husband has basically said, you know, well, I'm the one that's working. Mm -hmm. I will give you the money for the kids. But it's my account, Mm -hmm. and it's my paycheck, and they get very territorial with it. Um, And that's, A, that's a big sign that they don't see it as a true partnership, Mm -hmm. and that's a huge red flag in the first place. But B, if you're that spouse that has no knowledge of what's going on, you are extremely vulnerable to all kinds of long-term issues Oh yeah. at that point. Uh, and that's where you see guys make more dumb decisions. They lose it at the track. They make poor investment decisions because there is no partnership there. And, and we already established in this episode and probably multiple that, you know, men aren't the smartest and brightest <laughs> and they didn't have a voice of reason behind them uh-huh. telling them what not to do. I know. Um, and I, I don't know. I think that, I mean, we've never, as soon as we, as soon as we got married, that was one of the first things we did mm-hmm. was, was talk about our we joined finances. our, oh, well, I mean, yeah. we talked about our finances before, before we got engaged. Yeah. Um, we talked about it early on because mm-hmm. we both had such shitty financial partners in our previous relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was blatant that we were the responsible ones. <laughs> yeah. So when two responsible people get together, it's easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, there are a lot of couples where they're both financially stupid mm-hmm. and neither one of them has a voice of reason at all. I know. And they just aren't the hamster on a wheel and they're not making oh any progress. Gosh, they don't know, know how to say, they don't know how to responsibly spend, they don't know how to, how to put things aside, they don't know how to have patience mm-hmm. with money. I mean, we did an entire episode on finance, which I would like to do another one and 
try to address some maybe other like, things on there. Yeah, maybe re-listen to to the other one and and see yeah. what we missed. Because I think we could do another one. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But it's. I mean, we we've said we've said before that you know, finance is one of the top three things that couples fight about and one of the number one reasons they get divorced Mm -hmm. so if you aren't communicating about finances even if everything's hunky-dory you should be communicating about that i mean we do our finances together Mm -hmm. every two weeks yes on payday Uh we used to do it every week whenever i was working yeah because we would we were getting paid alternate weeks Uh and so we would do it every week but we sit there we talk about what we have, what the paycheck was like, what the commission check was like, what we want to save, what bills are due, mm-hmm. how much we have left over, and anything we need to set aside for future stuff. Yeah, and the one for savings. And, yeah, and that's everything. what I, I yeah. think I said that. Yeah, uh-huh. and oh. and always making sure we have, you know, we, we have our own, I'm not going to say what it is, but we have our own financial, I, I guess, limit that we have to have this amount in our savings at all times. Mm-hmm. This is going to cover if... Something happens, we need to pay for X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to have that set aside. But even even beyond that, I mean, even if we go to like a Comic-Con or an event, mm-hmm. we know before we get there what how much we're going to spend. Yeah, how much we're going to pull out, and yep. we have a limit. We pull it out in cash. We're not we have, gonna... And we do the same thing when we go to Vegas when we go to a casino. Oh, yeah. We uh-huh. don't go into anything with... We have no much how much we're going to spend. We're looking for this gold nugget of a whatever it is, mm-hmm. and you know, what if if we find it and we have to spend all this money, then it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. We we don't do that. No, it's here's what we're pulling out. Here's what we have to spend, and that's it. Uh huh. Yeah. And I, I usually spend mine much quicker than you, and then I come <laughs> to you and I'm like, hey, I already spent all mine. <laughs> Let me have some of yours. That's true, but what what? But, I mean, both of our it's our money, right? It's not just yours and it's not not just mine. Yeah, I think the I'm I I guess I'm a little bit more I don't know, I guess I have before buyer's remorse. Well, I do all too about certain things. Uh-huh. And I'm like mm, We and that's one of the yeah. things we 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 both do. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Cuz I've had to convince you to spend very little money on certain things I know. You know, just get it it's I know. 25 bucks who cares get it yeah you know uh-huh. yeah i think you're you're the same way too but i mean yeah i mean you you have to be communicating about your finances yes i mean and both of you you i think you both should know what is in the bank account it should be full transparency you both need to know the passwords you know you need to know how to how to do if you have like a finance sheet? Mm-hmm. Both of you need to know how to do that. Yeah. Both of you know, need to know how to pay the bills. Yeah. Because one of you isn't either one of you. You're not going to be here. Well, something could happen like, like that. that. And then what? You know, yeah. or you'll be lost. Right. And mm-hmm. you won't know what to do. You won't know what is in the bank account. You won't know your password. How to even log into the account yeah. to check? Mm-hmm. You won't know your account number. I mean, people don't use checks anymore. There's people that don't even have a checkbook. I know. I mean, how how would you find your account number if you've never been online and looked at it and you don't have a checkbook? Yeah. You'd have to go into the bank and, you know, provide proof that you're allowed to have access to it to see yeah. what's going on. And exactly. If your spouse or partner has everything under their name, unless they've died and you get a certificate of death. I know. And bring your marriage certificate in there, you have no... That's going to be a nightmare yeah. to figure that out. So... 
yeah, finances should be fully transparent and 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 you guys should be communicating re- very regularly. Yes. Every pay period, you should have a, at least a brief conversation about You shouldn't be hiding finances. shit yeah. from from each other that you're unless it's spending. Christmas time. Yeah, <laughs> unless it's unless it's like for gifts or whatever. But other than that, you should not you should be open with everything that you're spending. Mhm. Um uh, I think that like I uh, it's kind of I guess a menial type thing, but like doing chores mm-hmm. and and talking about who who does what chores or yeah you know dividing the household chores amongst each other right. and stuff like that. I mean, I know that you and I, for the most part, it's just if it needs to get done, somebody gets it done. Yeah, it's not. It's never a when are you going to do that? Mm-hmm. You know. If you open the dishwasher and there's dishes in it, you put them up. If this need to be loaded, you load them. If something needs to be cleaned, you clean it. I mean, it's not. It well, is, and and both of you need to do that. Yeah, you know, like guys, you're not off the hook. Yeah, with this stuff, you need to. And don't act like you don't know how to do it. Yeah, that drives me nuts. I don't know how to do laundry. How? I don't know how to start the dishwasher. You're helpless. Learn. Figure it out. Learn. <laughs> Google it if you have to. If you're home alone and you're like, oh, man, I've been playing video games all day. The the sink is full of dishes, you know. Oh, maybe I should. Oh, dang it. How do I know? How do I know how this starts? There's a lot of guys that (laughs) will be in that exact same situation and go to load the dishwasher and realize it's full of clean dishes. And they're like, ah, fuck it. And they just shut it and leave all the dirty dishes in the sink. And then go about their day because <laughs> they don't want to unload the dishwasher. Yeah. If your husband is too lazy to unload a dishwasher. Like with the clean dishes. I mean, how many people are standing over their sink washing dishes by hand? I know some people do it. Yeah. But for the most part, in families, you don't. Uh-huh. And if you're telling me that your husband is too lazy to unload a dishwasher full of dishes that he ate off of but didn't even have to clean, I'd go back to the... Refund exchange department. Turn that idiot back in. <laughs> I know. I don't well, you know, and I I grew up, me and my sister, we grew up with, you know, having to do chores and mm-hmm. having to do specific chores. And I think that, like, I don't, I mean, hopefully these, hopefully people are teaching their kids these good habits that my parents taught me and my sister, which they probably, my parents probably did it. So they didn't have well, they to do it. They had free labor. <laughs> yeah. You guys were free labor. That's what that was. <laughs> but I hated doing dishes. Dishes were the worst. Yeah. But I would rather, I would have rather, and I didn't, we didn't have a dishwasher mm-hmm. when I was growing up. Um, and I would rather clean toilets and clean the bathroom than do, do, do the dishes. dishes. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think that if, if couples or partners aren't, how we are with it because mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think we're the norm with how we handle those things. Maybe you do need a chore list. Yeah. Maybe there are certain parts of the house or certain rooms or certain areas or certain duties or responsibilities that you guys should split. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of guys are like, well, I take care of the lawn and everything outside and everything inside's her responsibility. That's extremely lopsided. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And does not require as much work on the guy's part as the girl's. Mm-hmm. So if your man's trying to pull that shit, you need to 
pull that blind vote off. Uh uh-uh. Yeah, don't let them get away with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that if you guys are in a typical working schedule where during the summer every Saturday rolls around and he's going to mow and you've got a big yard and he's going to mow and mm-hmm. weed eat and edge and trim and pull the weeds and do all that stuff and you're going to do the laundry and do the dishes and do all this stuff, then yeah, you just need then to make sure that yeah. that's, that's how you guys chose to split it. Uh-huh. I'm not, yeah, and I'm not, but like during the winter months, it it could be different. Yeah, and, he's you know, not he off. needs it's to not help off out. Season. Yeah, he needs to help out with the other stuff, and then you can get stuff done quick. quick yeah, but here. even even with the summer, I'm talking like one day a week. That's true. I mean, there there's That's certain true. things. I mean, I, I remember with my ex, I tried I tried to get I didn't mm-hmm. want to do that stuff on the weekend. Mm-hmm. I wanted the weekends free. I mean, it's how you and I are now. It's yeah. like let's get everything done during the week's already ruined because of work. So you might as well suck it up and get all that shit done Monday through Friday so you don't have to do it Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. Stay up later to get it done, get up earlier to get it done, and then you truly have the weekends for you mm-hmm. to do what you want. And I used to beg my ex to, let's let's split this up to where Monday through Friday, if we look at our house, we look at the rooms, we look at the bathrooms, we look at our son's responsibilities and his stuff and, and his activities and all of the laundry... We can get this done Monday through Friday where mm-hmm. we don't have... And she just would not do it. Well, you know, and that's one thing that, like, my parents did for us is we we had, like, a a paper that we put on the refrigerator and, you know, had... Had your the, daily duties. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, you know, on Monday you do this, Tuesday this, you know. And, and you can do that as a couple. You can. You, is, you can get one of those little chalkboards, you yeah. know, they're pretty cheap. and And then... You know, you can go to the chalkboard and and then actively, you know, look at it and say, oh, honey, did you do this? You know, you didn't mark it off or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, but you need to say those things. You need to tell them right away. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, if you, if you didn't mark it, that's fine. But mm-hmm. did you do this or not? And I need to know. And if you didn't... <laughs> We have a problem with this. Right. You need to you need to do this. Mm-hmm. It's your turn to do this. Yep. And it sounds kind of, I don't know, I guess, petty almost. But, but if it gets it done, mm-hmm. I mean, that's where the communication, communicating about it comes in. Mm-hmm. What's the plan going to be? How are we going to split these? How are we going to get it done? And once you lay that plan out, you both had to hold each other accountable for doing it. Mm-hmm. Not critique each other for how you're doing it, mm-hmm. but mutually agree what your chip in level looks like and how you're going to get that done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I think that it's, it's pretty simple, really. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, one of the fun things that I always enjoyed, especially when I was working, talking to you about was gossip. Mm-hmm. And that sounds probably really petty. Yeah. But... It it was fun. It was nice. And I've, I think I've said it in, in previous episodes that, you know, you should be talking to your partner about gossip. Yeah. Because otherwise, who are they going to be, who else are they going to be talking to about gossip? This is one of those things that everybody acts like they don't do. Yeah. Everybody acts like they're high and mighty and they don't gossip and they, they talk about how bad gossip is 
and how you shouldn't do it, and that's why you have to pick one person to gossip to, and that should be your partner. Yeah. How do you think the podcast started? <laughs> it all came because we saw how awful everybody else's marriages were, and what we were doing right, and they were doing wrong. <laughs> but it you should be able to rely on your partner, A, to be secretive about it. Uh-huh. Your partner should not be going off blabbing the news that you tell them to anybody else. Yeah. What a piece of shit you got to be to do that. Oh, so man. you should not be doing that. It should be enjoyable from your perspective mm-hmm. to share gossip with one another. Yeah. Yeah. I, and don't I, act I, like you're too good for it because, like I said, everybody does it. Yeah. Who doesn't do it? Like, yeah. seriously. If you don't, if you say that you don't, you're lying. Yeah. Uh, you're wrong because yep. we know you're lying. <laughs> yeah, everybody gossips. Yeah, everybody talks shit. Everybody has something to say about somebody or something, or even if it's oh my gosh, did you see what so and so posted? Mm-hmm. I mean, who doesn't do that daily? Yeah, now, uh-huh. yeah, Nowadays. especially now, everybody uh-huh. has multiple morons on social media that <laughs> post like idiots. That we all go, oh my gosh, did you see what she posted? <laughs> oh my god, did you see what he posted? Did you see another picture of that ugly ass kid they have? Did oh you see? my gosh, you know, whatever that, it is, no. <laughs> everybody does it. So don't act like you don't do it. Oh, I know. You know? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, we everybody do. Does we it. all do. The yes. Truth be told. You're way meaner about that stuff than I am. People assume that I'm the meaner <laughs> one because that's I'm, not I'm, true. More, that's not I'm true. more open about it. That's not true. You're, you're closet meanie. Uh, well, I know I'm a meanie, but I'm Just not. because you say, oh, this is mean. And I'm like, <laughs> well, what? Because that's what she'll do. She won't say anything bad. She'll say, oh, this is mean. And I'm like, well, what's mean? And then she'll say whatever it is she was thinking. And it sure as shit's mean. <laughs> And she thinks because she says, oh, this is mean. It's the same as, well, bless their heart or whatever it is that you get away with it. It's not so mean, but it's still very mean. No, I know. I don't think that I'm worse than you, but I know that I, I know that I can be mean and that my, that my thoughts in my brain are mean sometimes. <laughs> and you are the only person that I can tell that right. to. Yep. Gossip. Yeah. It's... <laughs> It's yeah. fun. You don't want anybody else to hear oh, yeah. that stuff that you say, but yeah. And that's fine. I think that it's just one of those things where it's like everybody just needs to acknowledge that everybody's saying that mm-hmm. or doing that. Yeah. You know? Yes. I know. It's like, it's like the same thing with, <laughs> never mind, I guess that's a bad analogy, but it's, mm. like, it's like everybody, you know, when they're teenagers having sex and everybody knows it's happening, but it's only a big deal when somebody gets pregnant. <laughs> you know I guess that's true it's the same thing with gossip it's okay everybody knows everybody's doing it until you find out what somebody said I know you yeah. know so that's the best thing about gossiping with your partners if you can trust them and you should be able to nobody's gonna ever know yeah yes exactly I know <laughs> of course one of the most important things that we think I guess this could I didn't say I said that we didn't have like Oh, one's better than the other list or whatever. But Mm -hmm. sex, sex is huge. It's a big thing and you need to talk about it. You need to talk. You need to be comfortable talking to your partner about sex. And, and, you know, the kind of sex that you, that you like, the communicating during sex, everything Mm -hmm. about, about sex, you need to be comfortable talking to your partner about 
people, I mean, we, we've discussed it on here on other episodes, people are very, very uncomfortable talking about sex and their own desires and their own pleasures with their own partner, mm-hmm. which is just odd to me. Because that should be the one... I mean, that's the person you're having sex with. Yeah. That would be like saying, well, I'm uncomfortable talking to my financial counselor about my money. <laughs> that's the person that's handling your money. I know. You know, it's the same thing with sex. Your partner is the, hopefully the only one you're having sex with. <laughs> so you should be completely comfortable talking about whatever it is. Within reason. <laughs> yeah. The you know, is going to entice or enhance or, or whatever your your sex life. And because and, hopefully you both benefit from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, oh, maybe it is just one-sided shitty sex or something. I don't know. Uh, well, but you need to communicate that. Yeah. You know, that you, you know, well, maybe we can try something different. Mm-hmm. You know, that you would like, you know, that that I personally would like or whatever, yeah. you know. Not just whatever the other person yeah. is wanting. Or- Once again, asking <clears throat> questions is great. Mm-hmm. If if you guys have not, I mean, what what was the idea I had on here about like pouring a glass of wine and doing some kind of um, like talking about something? I can't remember what it was. Because it was the the sexy things to, to say, say yes, yes to, to, wasn't yeah. it? Maybe it was. Yeah. But, I mean, asking questions about your partner, what they like, what they don't like, what yeah, what intrigues like, them. Yeah, well, because earlier we were talking about, what were we talking about? We were talking about something about this, probably. And um, there's this episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm, and oh, Larry David... They're playing the new newlywed game. Yes, they're playing the newlywed game, and Larry David, you know, they asked the question... Oh, you know, would your... Which one of your would, wife's friends would your husband want to sleep with? <laughs> and, like, the other husbands are like, oh, I would never do that. Yeah. He, he mentioned one of her... Or her friends. Friend, somebody's names. Uh-huh. And she's like, what? You would want to do that with... I didn't know you had a thing for her. He's like, I don't, but we had to give an answer. <laughs> I had to answer somebody. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do... Don't be... <laughs> I mean, yes, you want to be open and honest with your partner, but, geez, but if that, if that's the case, you don't want to tell your partner that you have a thing for their friend. Yeah, but how would you handle that? Because we just said they have to communicate everything. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's a that's a different issue. Well, well, I, would that fall into the realm of what we were gonna talk yeah, about? Maybe? Yeah, okay. I think so. There's more to come on that. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, of course. Everybody should know by listening to our our show that sex is a big priority in in yep. our marriage. Everybody says communication's key. Nope. Sex is sex key. Sex is key. <laughs> it really, it is. But communicating about sex yeah. is is super, super important. Um, a fun, a fun one though is talking about memories. Yeah, talking about the past. It's so nice with each other, uh, not yeah. your glory days when you were third string quarterback in JV football. Yeah, we're talking about memories you guys have made together, created yeah. together. Yes, and reminiscing. Hmm. I mean, who doesn't like to? I mean, yeah. I guess if you have bad memories, you don't want to. 
bring up those and oh remember that one time blah 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 oh yeah that was that time that you did this yeah or whatever but bring up you know good fun memories that that you both enjoyed together Mm -hmm. and and it really to bringing up those memories just really makes your you think about those those good times and like and why you guys fell in love Mm -hmm. even and I think that bringing those little things up is important. Well, that's, I mean, you can't develop those memories unless you make it a priority to do things together. Right. I know. Um, I know there's a lot of people out there that, especially, I mean, Facebook has the memories. Yeah. That you see people every year saying the same, share the same memory from three years ago, then it's four years ago, then five years ago, then six years ago. And it was the last time that they did something together, you know. And every year, it's like, oh, that was such a fun weekend. When well, you haven't done that since, <clears throat> you know, you have to. Cont- we talked about that. You have to continually mm-hmm. create new memories. Yeah. But discussing them and talking about them and reminiscing about them and, you know, th- those are easy things to talk about. Those oh, are easy yeah. things. To, I mean, it all starts with the hey. Do you remember when? And then there you go. You're off to the races in a full-blown conversation. Yeah. And then you'll have the memories about the, that awesome time that you had that great sex. Yeah. Too. You're like, hey, do you remember the trip we took here? Oh, that was fun. Remember, do you remember that restaurant we took? That was great. Oh, you remember what happened when we got back to the hotel? Yeah. <laughs> I know. And so, yeah, I mean, it's uh-huh. that, that, that's a very, very easy thing to talk about. And it should be something consistently... That you discuss, but but once again, like I said, you you have to always be making those new memories. Yeah, I know. Uh huh. I know, cause that would that would suck to to be like, oh, remember that one time, and it was like ten years ago, and and that's the only that was the thing. Only time. Yeah. yeah. But and cause like for us, we always <clears throat> one we're always together, so we're always making new memories together. But we are always talking about. You know, fun time. Man, remember when we went here mm-hmm. or whatever, and we <clears throat> we went to the waterfalls and yeah. and did this. That was a good trip. You know, we always we always say that. Yeah. And but we always make and that and that's that's the thing that like hurts us sometimes when we're not together. Right. And <clears throat> we're at the place where we were. During or, and reminiscing about that time that we were there together. Yeah, and had too good a time. Yeah. And then we're there by ourselves now. Uh-huh, and it's, and like, it's like, oh. But at least we have the memories to right. to look back and, and be happy about. And that's always nice. And so, yeah, you should be talking about those fun times you had together. Mm-hmm. But you also should be talking about your future together, too. Yep. That's just as important. Yep. And I think that... Too many people don't talk about their future together. No, oh. oh, yeah, I've, I've seen every anything here. about their future. Yeah, I, I brought it up before. My my ex and I had no conversation ever, not one time out of twelve years of marriage of what our future looked like mm-hmm. at all. Um, and it should be something that it should be a goal that you both are working towards. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever it is, and, and and future doesn't necessarily have. And I started to go there. It doesn't necessarily have to mean your retirement and golden years and all that it can be a year two years it can be six months if you guys have a goal you're trying to do something you're trying to save that money that you got from that conversation about finances that's in the future Mm -hmm. so discuss that 
if yeah. you know you're trying to uh, what's another good example if you're you know trying to wanting thinking about going back to school or something yeah. and you know asking your partner how they feel about it mm-hmm. and you know what would it do about with our finances yeah. you know it, it'll bring up probably several mm-hmm. of these of these topics really and what will it benefit your both of your lives in the future once yeah. it's all said and done? Ultimately, <clears throat> your decision to do whatever in the future should benefit you both, not mm-hmm. just one of you. Yes. And not just one of you more than the other. Mm-hmm. Um, it should benefit you both very equally. equally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, the, I mean, those, those are that's how you plan. That's how you... And, and once you have that initial conversation about whatever that future plan is... That allows for the re-engagement continually on that topic mm-hmm. until you hit that anyway. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, ta- we were just talking about something that we would like to do here in the future, too, yeah. just yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's something that you need to you need to talk about constantly. Yeah. And you need to continue to grow (laughs) right and if you're not talking about your future you're probably stuck Mm -hmm. and you know not doing much with your life so you need to be thinking about your future talking about your future with your partner and putting a plan together talking talking about it doesn't do anything that's true (laughs) yes but allow you to communicate yeah Uh uh-huh yeah, I mean, I don't have any. I don't have anything else to add for no. this episode. Yeah, I mean, like we said at the beginning, I mean, this this is these these are you know call them the great eight, whatever you want to. These are really big key factors that should be you know a a continual part of your communication mm-hmm. um, with one another. It it shouldn't just be all about what one of you wants or one of your hobbies or, or how. You know, your life is going. It, it should be, these things right here should be part of your conversations. And if you're doing those, you're, you're having good, effective communication that actually has some substance to it. Yeah. It's not just talking. It's not just bullshitting. It's not just having a conversation. There's actually a tangible purpose behind the conversation and the communication. And that's real, true communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess the gossip would fall into... To not, I guess. No, I don't no, no, know. It's real. But it is real, <laughs> and I think that you do need. It's necessary. Even, even the gossip is necessary. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But I, yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't really have much much else to add, mm-hmm. other than talk to each other. Yeah. Just talk, and you you'll probably get to know your partner a little bit better too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as always, thank you all for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. We will not be doing an episode oh, the week gosh. of Thanksgiving. Yes, yeah. Well, so We're actually going to a wedding this week. Yeah, my dad's getting married this week. And um, and so, yeah, we're, we're not going to be We're going to be tied up too much. So, yeah, yeah we so were like, uh. We're trying to figure out how to make it work, and, and it's just, it would be subpar, so. Yeah, so, yeah. We'll hold off for a week, and then we'll... Uh, We'll get back with everybody the week after Thanksgiving. Yes. 
Yes, but um, but you also you have tons of episodes to listen to, yeah. to if you're not all caught up by now. So listen to the, those episodes. If you are caught up, tell your friends to listen to the episodes, and rate and review us. Yeah, rate and review us, and we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Thanks.